This is episode 110 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today is a special episode. I am going to share with you my key signature talk that I presented recently at a favorite event of mine, the Low Carb Universe. The title of the talk is Mastering Your Food Craving. Get ready for this. My name is Stephanie Dozier. I'm a clinical nutritionist, and at 35, I was trapped with severe anxiety, panic attacks, and obesity, and my health completely collapsed. I needed solution, and my journey began. Each episode of the Beyond the Food Show, we bring you an expert or a message to help you achieve your health goal, unlock your self-confidence, and live a better life. Let's dive in. This episode of the Beyond the Food Show is brought to you by the Beyond the Food Academy, an online learning platform or school for women only, and also a community for women focused on teaching everything else beyond the food that impact your ability to achieve your goal. The Beyond the Food Academy is about learning to discover why you make the choice that you do right now and how to end the food obsession that drives us crazy. The Beyond the Food Academy is how we can move up to the next level of our freedom and happiness in our life. You can currently register for the waiting list at stephaniedodzie.com slash academy. The next registration is scheduled for February 2018. As I said, today is my signature talk, the talk that touches people's heart when I'm on the road, when I'm at conferences, when I meet people for the first time. This is the talk that I do. It's called Mastering Your Food Craving. And normally I am not allowed to share those talks because they are proprietary to the conferences that I speak to. But the organizer of this event, one of my favorite events, the Low Carb Universe, Anna and Biddy, did me a huge favor and allowed me to share it with you today on this podcast. This is a live recording of the talk that I did, which by the way, was voted number one talk of the entire event, which is phenomenal when you consider that I was up against doctors, MDs, and PhD. Now, in some way, it is not a surprise because when we talk about the real stuff, the heart, the emotion, the feeling, at first it is scary for people and they don't really want to talk about it. But they, when they get into it with me and the way that I speak about it, it's like life changing with them. And that's what happened at this event. I had so many people coming to me the day after or two days after secretly pulling me aside and telling me how the event and how my talk had changed their life in just 24 or 48 hours and how at first they were reticent to hear about this whole concept of mind body and the whole fear around emotion. But once they let themselves go and learn with me, it literally changed everything for them. And that's what this talk is all about. It's about teaching people what it means to go beyond the food, how we go about healing and crushing our craving by addressing our thoughts, our mindset, our emotion, and the whole science behind it. So I invite you to listen in and also 
I'm inviting you to the next event. The next event of the Low Carb Universe organizer, it's actually called Keto Ladies. And it's in a special location in beautiful Mallorca in this gorgeous hotel, which by the way, if you want to look at all the picture of the event and see what I'm talking about when I talk about beautiful Mallorca in the hotel, go to stephaniedoze.com slash 1110, which is where I'm going to add a bunch of picture for the event from my cell phone so you can see what I'm talking about. I encourage you to come and register for the next event, which will be held in March. I will be there. Many of my friends will be there. Uh, one of them that you may know is Sean Minor. She will be there as well. We will do workshop together. And for you, if you register by listening through this podcast or coming from my community and you're meeting me over there, I will do a special workshop for just the Beyond the Food Show podcast listeners, strictly for all of you over there in Spain and beautiful Mallorca in March 2018. The date are actually March 8 to 11, 2018. It is kind of a retreat. It's not really a conference with thousands of people. They max it out to, I believe, 150 women. And it's very intimate. You get access to all the speaker. We have dinner together every single night. We have also lunch together. The morning is more focused on direct talk and the afternoon is smaller workshop, like 10, 20 people, which each of the speaker focus more on tactical approach to what we're learning in the morning. So it's a one of a kind type of event. For those that are coming from America, this may be a great Christmas gift from you to you. Pick up your girlfriend, plan to go spend four, five, six, seven days in Spain with me and my friend and make it a vacation. Make it a treat for yourself, self-care. You won't regret it, I promise you. If you have any question, you can either go directly to the website at www.lowcarbuniverse.com or send us an email at info at stephaniedoze.com. Let us know if you're registering for the event because I'll start tabulating name of people that are registering to know how many people I will have at my special event for the listener of the Beyond the Food podcast. So are you ready to learn how to master your food craving from my live presentation at the Low Carb Universe 2017? Let's do this. Okay, so next in line of our superstar speakers is Stephanie Dodier from Canada. Steph is a clinical nutritionist, a speaker and creator of the Dodier Protocol. It's an integrative approach uh, which incorporate therapeutic diet, nutrients, and mind-body connection. She believes that our body talks to us via body messages, and our ability to listen will allow us to live an optimal life. And she is going to talk about mastering your food cravings. Please welcome Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for being here with me right now and spending that hour. My intention for us together will actually to build on what we just talked about with Ivor, what Dr. Westman talked about yesterday. So I'm not here to demonstrate that 
sugar and high-carb diet are not health-promoting. I'm not here to convince you that reducing sugar in your diet will reduce your sugar craving, and I have no magical trick or a special potion. That's not what I'm here for. There's other specialists that will talk about that. What I'm here today is to present you the other side of healing and having optimum health, which is how your mind, how your emotion impact your hunger and your craving. So I'm here to help you understand why some people are able to stick to rules and diets and some other are not. Why some people are able to be compliant, and if you are a healthcare practitioner, you probably have that in your practice today. Some people, you give them a piece of paper with rules, and they're set for life. And then you have the other people like me, where rules work for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, other things happen in our life, and our food may not be like the rule the sheet rules that you have in front of you is supposed to be. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I want to give you a formula to help you or your patient deal with the change and the rules and the way you should be eating in a more holistic manner. It starts with food, but we need to go further in our journey to achieve what Ira was showing, the optimal green zone that you want to be at the bottom. And I was very happy to see that Ira's presentation included a lot of the lifestyle component that I'm so, so cherishing in my practice, and that makes a big difference with people. That's our intention for today together. How I came up to this, I'm going to show you a few stats that support what I'm talking about today. 91% of all women are unhappy with their body and resort to dieting. They don't diet to get their insulin in alignment to where it should be. They diet from a base of hating themselves. 95% of all dieters, including women and men, will regain their weight within one to five years. They may be doing the perfect low-carb diet, like me, and they will regain weight. Why is that? 43% of people, men and women included, but a higher tendency for women, eat to alter slash regulate their emotion. At the same level that some people use alcohol, some people use drugs, some people use shopping, sex, different addiction. 43% of people are using food because it's legal. Because it's in front of us everywhere we go. So it's a tool that's being used to regulate emotion. What if there was more to weight loss than just food? And I'm not saying this, and I'm making a side point here, I'm not saying this because I want people to adopt the standard American diet. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, even on a low-carb, high-fat diet, what about for the people who that doesn't work? There was insulin, we get cholesterol, we gain weight. Like, there's different symptoms that it's not the same for everyone. We're all unique. 
So our body is trying to talk to us, and what I've discovered, and what other people before me have discovered, is that food craving is just that. It's a message from our body, that's what I call body messages, to let us know that we are in balance. Now the imbalance can be physical, mental, or social. Have your pick. You have to discover where that imbalance is. Most people start with physical, right? They will get their diet right, they will get their blood marker right, and then they will be left like me. What, what else is out there? Which is the social and emotional. This is what we use in a medicine called functional medicine. Has anybody heard of functional medicine? For those who haven't, this is a note you need to take. Go Google functional medicine. That's what Dr. Gerber practiced back home, is functional medicine. And there is functional medicine practitioner across the world, but what we look at is the holistic view on the body, which include spirit and mind, structure, digestion, immune, diet is there, but it's not the only element. I've already talked most of it. I'm gonna focus here, spirit and mind. But if you're looking at being healthy, look at every single element. So what causes the imbalances that can cause us to crave food? I'm gonna skip over some because they're pretty simple. We all know that, right? Blood sugar that is dysregulated cause us to crave food, particularly sugar, right? So if your diet is high in sugar, this is not a pretty picture, sorry about this, didn't come out right. High sugar, when your blood sugar is low, what do we do? We crave food, right? So what happens when you go on a low carb, high fat diet, you stay in the green zone. That's what I like to refer as my green zone. Your blood sugar is stable all the time. You do not have crashes. Therefore, you don't have sugar craving. Easy fix, right? If you can stay in the green zone. The second reason why we crave food is what's called nutritional deficiency. Your body is smart enough to know if you don't have enough vitamin B to crave food that have vitamin B, which is the number one provider of vitamin B is, anybody knows? Grains, right? Here's another thing that's not on the slide here. Vitamin B is the number one nutrient used by your body when you are stressed, by adrenal glands. When you produce cortisol, you seek a lot of vitamin B. So you could be very well be craving carbs because you're overly stressed. That's how craving happens with nutritional deficiency. Easy fix, eat a lot of whole food, eat a lot of vegetable, you're gonna get all your nutrients, avoid saturated, not saturated fat, canola oil, and eat more olive oil, like have a whole balanced diet, this won't be an issue. Again, somewhat easy fix through diet. Ivor talked about that, gut dysregulation. I'm not gonna expand on that, but that's a very strong branch of functional medicine. If your microbiome is not balanced, you will crave 
In most cases, sugar. Because those little bad guys in your tummy, some of you may have heard of candida, right? If you've been in this world of natural health, that's just one type, candida albicin is just one type of bad microbiome. They seek sugar. Here's a stat for you. We have five pounds, approximately, of bacteria in your gut right now. You are more bacteria than you are anything else. That's how the human being is. So if your gut, as Ivor demonstrated, with the scale of inflammation is not balanced, one of the things that can happen is you craving. Then there's a whole component of processed food and engineered food. Because the food industry creates research, manipulate food for us to be addicted to it. Simple as that, that is a business. I worked in the corporate world for 15 years. I sold some of that stuff. And what we wanted was to sell more because we wanted to make more money. So if you eat, is your diet is mainly engineered food, good part of your craving is because of the manipulation of food. Now, if you do all of that and, and clean up your diet like I did, go on a real food, whole food diet, all of this will go away. You will be left with emotional craving, where your body is imbalanced emotionally and seek food to regulate your emotion. This is not a field that is heavily researched. Why? There's no money to be made. So it's not research, right? There's a few studies out there that we can look at. One of them is a very small study that was done on chocolate craving. Because they did survey and asked people, what do you crave the most? And I'm going to do it now. Ladies, do you crave chocolate? Be honest. Come on. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> Okay, we're in a nutrition conference. When I do those talks in an average people conference, guess what happened? 9.9 .9 female, raise their hand, say, yep, that's me. Female crave chocolate. When I do the same survey with men, and I'll do it now, men, do you crave chocolate? One, one and a half. Two and a half. That's the ratio. Men don't crave chocolate. Why is that? Right? Here's the thing. Chocolate has cacao, not like Cadbury, like pure chocolate. Cacao has a component in it called PEA, like the long name that the French lady has problem pronouncing, phenylethylamine. Okay? We'll call it PEA. Okay. has a compound in it of PEA, and that compound is actually a precursor for one of your neurotransmitter that makes you feel loved. Here's the thing. Female and male are different beings. Women seek to be loved. Men seek to provide. It is in our DNA to want to be loved, to want to be recognized, to want to be cherished. We can be all the feminists we want, 
That's what we are built for. Therefore, there are many women that their body has associated the fact that when they eat chocolate, they feel better for a short amount of time, but they do feel better, they feel love. So who as a woman has ever, on a Friday night alone at home, sat with a glass of red wine and ate chocolate? <laughs> because your husband or your boyfriend is out with the boys, right? <laughs> you feel rejected and alone, so you're gonna fix the problem by eating chocolate and drinking wine. That's how emotional craving works. There's nothing wrong with you, you're not broken. You're just living the life of an emotional being being a woman. Here's how it works. Your thoughts, what you think about, example, I'm alone at home on a Friday night and he left me alone. Right? You're thinking about that. That's the song that plays in your head. And then that derives, that creates an emotion in your body. The thoughts, create the emotion of rejection, okay? You feel rejected, that's actually a sensation in your body. That creates a reaction because now you are in balance. You feel not loved, you feel rejected, you wanna fix the problem to come back in balance. You will create an action. You will go to food. Because you know, your subconscious mind know that the food will make you feel better. But here's the problem for people who do that a lot. Their action is often negative, which will then trigger more negative thoughts. The whole cycle of overeating, binge, and so forth will actually create that vicious cycle to never end. So if you do have patients or if you are somebody that just can't get it right, that's what happened. You're caught in that, same, that vicious cycle of shame and guilt. The impact of our mind on our body is well research, and there's one concept called the placebo effect. Placebo effect is when we give to a group of people a fake medication. So we bring them in telling them, we're gonna test a pill that will do X, Y, Z. In this case, I just pulled up one uh, placebo study and it was for asthma and breeding uh, study. And what happened is that you have the same result for people who are on the placebo or nearly the same as the one that had the actual medication. So if you're in the medical world, this is, you know that. That exists, it's called the placebo effect, meaning that the person think that they're getting the medication or even in the case of alternative medicine, acupuncture, they think it's gonna fix, they've been told it's gonna fix, their mind will fix the health issue without having to take the medication. So if your mind is strong enough to do that, you're gonna tell me that emotional craving does not exist? That's why people are struggling with staying consistent with their diet because their mind is a driving forces behind our choices. I'm not gonna get too much into this, but this is a field that you like. You can go and check out a gentleman called Dr. Bruce Lipton. Dr. Bruce Lipton is the forefather of quantum physics, 
which studies the impact of our mind and our thoughts onto the physical body. I had him on my podcast, Going Beyond the Food, episode 69, an hour and 15 minutes of absolute mind-blowing stuff, which he demonstrated this whole concept of how your mind actually is a driving force through your subconscious mind. So we have a conscious mind, which is the top of the iceberg, and then the 90% of your mind is actually subconscious, below the water. That's what drives your breath, that's what drives your heart rate, and that was drive 96% of your food behavior is your subconscious mind. So if in your subconscious mind there is element that says that food is a way to heal your problem, that food is a way to forget about your trauma or whatever it is, that's what drives your food choices, your subconscious mind. There's another study called the ACE study, A-C-E. And that study was done in, from 95 to 97 on 17,000 people in Southern California where they looked at early childhood trauma and what it did on their health and their body later. How it works is that when you do have an adverse childhood experience, ACE, most of the time being trauma, could be physical abuse, mental, sexual abuse, whatever that child perceives as a trauma, and that's the key thing here, does not have to be a sexual abuse that lasted for 10 years. It could be one comment from an uncle, and I, I remember that in my own head when I did my work. I had one comment made by one uncle when I was nine years old, and to me, that became a shame on my sexuality. He didn't touch me. But I was traumatized by what he said to me. That's what this study demonstrates, is the impact of when we have those childhood adverse experience, what it does and how it impairs you and how it drives your behavior your choices, how those choices will then impact your body and create the disease. This is strongly linked, particularly to any autoimmune condition. Your immune system is strongly impacted by this, and childhood adverse experience is strongly linked to people who emotionally eat. Now, you can go to a website and do the test to know your ACE score. NPR.org, O-R-G. You will insert all the questions, and that will give you your score of adverse child reaction to see if that is a cause of your emotional eating. Hope you loved this episode, guys. It was a live talk from one of the events that I talked to at the Low Carb Universe, and I hope it will serve you in a big way. If you find yourself a partner and you want to attend the event with me in Mallorca from March 8 to the 11, 
And because you're listening from this podcast, you will be entitled to a special workshop just for you. Send us the confirmation that you have registered at info at stephaniedoza.com and we'll add you to the list to this special event. Consider that a gift from you to you. Now, if you want to share this with any of your girlfriend, you are more than welcome to share it directly from the blog post, from the app, share this message with as many women as you can. And you can also leave me a review directly in the iTunes apps on your phone. Now we have some great show coming up. Show 111, 111 for the beginning of 2018. So if you're listening in a timely fashion, this is going to be the first episode of 2018. And it's all about changing our storylines so we can reinvent ourselves so we can look at goal setting in a completely different way. You don't want to miss that out. Thank you. I am grateful that you were here with me. I love you and I'll see you on the next episode.